Ladies and gentlemen, the moment is here. The main event of the evening. I'm Jeremiah Gallegos, your world-class ring announcer, to introduce Soap Boxing Podcast. And now, to introduce your host, Derek, a.k.a. Coach. And across the ring, introducing Matty Fresh. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's golden time. Time to tune in. Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. When? Instagram live, we're trying it again. Yeah, we straight. This morning we got uh, a friend of mine. What? What's the Chambers? What, yeah, what's the Chambers versus Perkins? What's the, you know, some things? What, what do I not know? Well, I mean, uh, my mom and my dad, uh, it's my father's name. I mean, I grew up with, yeah. It's a little story that's kind of messed up, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to. I just didn't want to. <laughs> well, we come out on Facebook. It was a different name or something like that. But anyway, Danielle Perkins, amateur world champion. Uh, 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 how many times national champion? Oh, uh, was a the national champion four time, four time national. Four time national champion. That means you get ass ass kicked about four times more than record people. <laughs> that uh. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Daniel, you and I, we have some things in common. Uh, we're both Golden Glove champions, and well, actually, that's where it stops because then you're a four-time <laughs> national champion. <laughs> you're a world gold medalist, continental medalist, uh, ranked number one in the world in 2018 and 2019. Uh, so yeah, you are uh, you're fully loaded, and now you're about to go pro. Yeah, I'm supposed to fight. Um, fighting on Forrest's card on July 11th. Here okay. Now, is that going to have an audience or no? I think it's streamed. All of, all the fights are going to be streamed. I'm not sure when that's going to change, but yeah, it's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, coach. I think all I, I think all them dates for the top ranking in, in Vegas is all nine nine gate two. Yeah. No no audience, man. Uh no cards either. I don't think I don't think uh I don't think that's gonna bother you guys that's that's real uh steeped in amateur boxing because you used to fighting with minimum crowds or, or nothing but the boxing people that you know outside of the the top tournaments and stuff. But uh I think about those pros who 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 only know pro fighting walking out. I, I wonder how that'll affect them, because I think it does. I think it will affect, them, you know. No no cheering, no cheering section, no nothing, you know, just quiet. We'll yeah, I, we were watching. I was watching that show. <clears throat> or what? I don't know what it was. It was some sporting event with no uh, no audience, and it was just. It felt so weird. The energy. The I think. I think. And I hope that. I hope that these guys realize how important the fans are, because it brings a certain level of energy that's ridiculous. I, I think I hear even said it on the show one time. If they're not going to have an audience, they should have at least the speaker system on. To have an audience uh, effect because I think I think it does play to a I certain think. level. Yeah, I think. yeah. Be a little biased though, right? Because it depends on who's. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah. like, hey, not to <clears throat> not to throw stones, but you know them punk ass Atlanta Falcons <laughs> used to pipe in audience noise. You know. Yeah. And what can you do when your fans are so <laughs> you're such a shitty team and your fans are so little? We're <laughs> losing. We're losing. We just lost all of our Atlanta fans. I'm oh, seeing them know. just. <laughs> Who that? So, Who that? <laughs> uh, no, but you're right to have some to have some ambiance and yeah. stage. Maybe you have some kind of murmur, some white noise, or whatever they call it. That. You know, some record popping or something. Who knows? I don't know how you do that. This is a, this is unheard of. But uh, <clears throat> I'm just glad we're getting back to fight. That's what I'm doing. And so let's talk. Let's. Talk, I want to. I want to talk about her, uh, her her amateur career and, and how she got started because. Oh, me too. You're. Uh, yeah, you're. Uh, you were you a late start? Well, yeah, I, I started boxing really like six years ago. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. I never even thought about it. Uh, I'm originally, I've been playing basketball my whole life. Uh, and then at some point, um, it was taken from me. I was walking across the street. I was playing in Spain, and usually you know how contracts work. You get a contract in the beginning of the year, and then someone will come back around and be like, offer you double on your monthly, and you pack up your stuff and you leave. So I was in Spain. Uh, and a team from Turkey uh, made a contact, and they wanted me to come over to a bigger league because I was a FIBA uh, Cup, which is kind of like I like to call it the uh, overseas D two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To, like Euro League, so yeah. like a uh -huh. low Euro League team, which would have been a good step for my career. So I came home, um, and it was like a two week little period where I had to to wait. And in that two-week period, I was walking across the street, coming from from the gym, and I got hit by a taxi. What? Um, yeah, it fractured my skull, dislocated my shoulder, um, like messed up my hips, and I was paralyzed for about four months. Um, and it changed Good. my perspective. Yeah, it changed my perspective on life. Um, that's the way I, 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 you know, you grow up through certain things in life, force you to grow up and 
portion of your mental capacity to to change. So that changed uh, my thought process. So I don't really fear much after after surviving that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just like I bet. Yeah. So um, it took some time. It took me about two and a half years to fully recover and get back, and I just could not get back to basketball. So um, more time passed. It was roughly about five years before I started like training kind of intensely. Uh -huh. um, then I took my first fight, and Sonia Lomanakis was uh, uh, on the on the on the apron. She was like, you know, you'll do fine. Don't be nervous. And I walked in the ring. The girl hit me. You know, because you know you go from sparring, you tap gloves. So I went to tap gloves, and she punched me in the face. I was like. So I knocked out 40 seconds later. It was nice. Like, I was like, kid, this is disrespectful. This sport's strange. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it all started. That, uh, now, Perkins, that's not, that's not, you have relation? Is it relation to, uh, to, uh, what's this guy's name? Perkins in the NBA. Oh, Kendrick? Yeah, Kendrick. Now, I've seen this dude a bunch. He looks like my cousin, uh, Jamie, but no, nah, yeah, okay, no relation. All right, and uh, nice. <laughs> go ahead. Manny, Manny, Manny is a basketball guy. Yeah, uh, I, I love that. basketball. Yeah, yeah. I quit. I quit watching ba basketball when Michael Jordan ruined the game. <laughs> it wasn't fair no more. Once I seen, once I seen a dude fly, <laughs> school points with his eyes closed. That shit ain't even fair, man. I quit watching. I used to I used to pray the Bulls plane go down. On the <laughs> oh, no. I'm picking. I'm picking. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree that Michael Jordan's the best I ever seen him play basketball, and uh, and it was amazing to watch that guy, that, you know, coming up and then take over and win all that stuff. But I, he wasn't. That wasn't my squad. So I was like, man, this shit ain't even fair, man. I'm gonna watch boxing. I'm, I'm a full time boxer. <laughs> So how we got a Chicago? He brings up Michael Jordan like I bring like I find a way to bring Joe Lewis. This time we're gonna hit. We'll be talking about airplanes. You say, well, you know who else? You know who else flies? How was uh we coach got uh we got a guy that came into the into the gym and coach started training him. He was a. I guess he was a, he's a he was a big deal in college, U of H uh, basketball player, and uh, and uh, coach started training him. How was the transition? And I know coach made the comment, and I'll let him elaborate here in a second. But he made the comment that if anyone's going to switch over from another sport, that he prefers basketball players versus like football players or somebody else, just because of uh, what is the, the, the training, yeah, the agility of it. So how was it? How was it for you transitioning from basketball over to boxing? Well, I mean, to the hand-eye coordination, right. uh, the constant endurance. Like, unlike football, we don't take any time off. <laughs> no dig on football players, but <laughs> it's harder for you guys. There's no switch from offense to defense. You That transition's real quick. Um, the only issue that really kind of presents itself on a normal basis is the footwork. I'm used to taking large, quick steps and turning. In boxing, it's like it's inches. It's really small, and that really makes a difference between what's thrown and 
oh, that's spatial awareness. Like, if you're a good defender, you'll get right up in someone's chest. If you're a great boxer, you keep that distance and you just box. It's a different ball game. Thousand right. percent. I don't think. I don't think it's uh it is 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 not uh it's not the fact that it's transitional skills. It's the fact that the uh, basketball players have agility and, and, and movement and stuff that can you can uh convert it to boxing, you know, a little more easier than uh like the ball player the uh, football players, they it's such a different skill set. Basketball is a different skill set, but the football players whole mindset of where the strength is and, 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 and leverage and all that. It's completely opposite for me. For me, you know, leaning in the shit, you get knocked out. You know, in football, you need to lean in the shit and get leverage, you know. Mm. Uh, it doesn't really, it doesn't really. Translate. Happen. And especially when you get like a lineman or something, mm. you know, the big, in, in, in their world, they're the tough guys. They're the big, strong, tough guys, you know, and, and, and they come over to the, to the boxing and get hit in the nose real hard. And you can't lean on a guy to stop, stop him. He's going to keep hitting you in the nose, you know, if you lean it towards him. And, and, you know, that's very elementary understanding. But give me a soccer player or a basketball player. Hell, I'll take a swimmer over a football player. Yeah. But, not that football players can't do it. You know, if a guy wants to do it, he just got to train hard. But I prefer uh, if, it, if it's a guy who, who played at a collegiate level or professional level, give me a basketball player or something like that. I, I convert him into a fighter. You know, he can take the pressure. But that's 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 how I see it anyway. There's always exceptions to the rule, but that's how I see it. You know, coaches have a different eye. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. Who you uh, Who? What gym you walked in? Who started y'all? Who's your, uh, I know you over there with. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You at OF Lake? That's where you and I met. Yes. And uh, you with you with Coop? You with uh, James Coop? I believe. Is that the first gym you went to, or how it started? Uh, no, I started in uh, Gleason's in uh, New York. Oh, oh, that's history right there. Yeah, that was, that was my gym. Uh, that's where I won, won my first Golden Gloves. Um, was fighting out of Gleason's. Wow, uh, New York Golden Gloves. Yeah, that's where I met like Peter Quinlan and and uh, Sean Porter, yeah, Fire, yeah. Um, Heather the Heat, Hardy, like, and Sonia Lamanakis. I've met like a lot of um, champions, and they've always said to me very clearly, "If you're not trying to be a champion in this sport, quit." Hmm. Girl, you didn't you didn't ease on in, huh? You went up there to the <laughs> you went up I to was the like, real is this where people box? Am I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, it's a historic it's a historic gym. I, Gleason's, I believe, started uh it's in a it's in a different place, not in the original, like way we back, but it's the same people. Uh yeah, man. Damn, that's all right. So I, yeah. you was in New York? You was in New York? Yeah, I'm from New York. I'm from okay, Brooklyn. okay. Boogie Gosh. Down Bronx. Uh, Brooklyn. Hey, Bronx. Man, I, I, oh, Brooklyn. I, I thought I heard the Bronx. I deal with the Bronx, man. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Brooklyn just don't deal with people from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Tons of offense, man. Forget the Bronx. I, I, I thought I heard the Bronx. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, so you, how long, how long were you, how long were you fighting up there, and how you ended up here? Um, so I started um, at Gleason's of what 2014. 
yeah, I started at Gleason at 2014, won the Golden Gloves, um, and then I, all right, so this is going to sound, I broke my leg, I was running a race, I flew off the mountain, and I broke my leg, so I had to take, like, two legs. <laughs> you don't, I love, I love stories like that. You don't know. Yeah, so I was running a race, you know, listen, you know, every fighter has a thing, like, you know, I can do anything, so mm. I didn't train for this race, and then, like, this the company that I work for put me into the race is like 18 miles, 22 obstacles. So we're running down the mountain and, you know, I don't, I'm not from the mountain, I'm from the hood, concrete jungle. So I'm not aware of how to adjust the thing. So I went flying off this mountain. I swore, I swore to God I was going to die. My leg just broke. Um, I finished the race. I just thought it was swollen. And then I went to the dog, he was like, your leg's broken. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You don't mess up a little bit, do you? When you no, mess up full on, like if we're gonna break it down, we gotta break it down. We're gonna yeah. do it right. We're gonna do it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh so you fell off so when you fell off the mountain, what happened next? Um well I got up, I ran the race. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> five miles left, so I had to finish that out. That's a, that's what that's what you call character. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't, I can't quit. I'm not gonna be like the rest of these people leaving on a stretcher. I right? pull mm. up, shake it off. I finish the race. Uh, in hindsight, I probably should have got on that stretcher, but <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There's <laughs> such but, a thing as uh, yeah. too tough. Yeah, sometimes you know, which you, your your mind will take you a place that your body has mm. no idea. What's going on? Your mind's like, now nah, we're gonna do this, and that's just how it goes. So uh, then, and then I moved to DC. I was in DC for uh, ten months. I had to revamp one of our clubs, and then I moved down to uh, Houston to uh, open up the River Oaks location. Um, and that's when um, I was trying to find like I, like, I want to get back into boxing. I want to start like sparring. So. I met this dude, Dave, and he told me about Fashawn. He was like, you know, you got to talk to this girl, Fashawn Living. Um, she's a boxer, and, like, she can kind of direct you, like, like where you can kind of work around in Houston, where to go. So mm -hmm. I reached out to Fashawn. She told me to come over to O, and that's how that connection started. So and what, what, what year was this that you started at O? Uh, it had to be, like, 20... 2015? No, sorry. I had to be like 17. Yeah, it was like 16. You've been there about three years. Yeah. I've been, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I've always had the, uh, the rule of thumb about kids starting early and, and boxing as a kid and, and, and coming up. And I tell you, man, stories like yours and, and, and with my own self with twin, uh, Man, I don't know, man. I'm kind of evolving now. I'm like, I'm like, man, if you take these kids, and here's what I mean. Not that these great fighters don't start as, you know, young kids too. But that's always been the pattern. But if you give me a maybe a 17, 18-year-old kid who wants to, he, he knows he wants to fight. He's there to fight. He, he's not, you know, he's not going through the paces. Whereas, some, and there's always exceptions to everything. I'm just saying I'm evolving where... You know, you start fighting at kids like me and my family and, 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 you know, four, five, six, seven years old. By the time you're 12, 
damn this fighting. I was gonna hang out and do this and do that and get little girlfriends and not focus. You know, and by the time these kids are 16, 17, and actually there's a a career at the end of the tunnel, and they burn up. They don't want to do it. Not 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 all of them, of course. But you know, when a when a young adult or an adult decides to fight, I think, man, they they want to fight. You know, yeah. Kinda, I think I'm kind of evolving back to, you know, come to the gym at 15, 16, work out, see if you want to do, and then we can hit it. You got time, you know. Uh, I know that may be sacrilegious to some people, but it's just <laughs> what I'm seeing with my eyes, you know. I'm well, I was I, when we when we first. When we first met, we've had these conversations, and you would, we would, you would say, "I remember now, nah, you know, these kids, you, you, you were, you were doubtful, or you had an opinion about as far as the late bloomers versus kids starting young." And I've seen that, that your 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 perspective change that about that throughout the years because of the people Absolutely. that we've met, because of the people that we met, people that have come on the show, or or or, or people that we've seen boxing, and I love it. I get excited, like you know, I get excited when 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 not only when when i get excited when i see older people doing it because it's like yo i'm up there right and so you know i i i i'm rooting for them i want them to succeed because it get, it's like i'm rooting for myself like you know we we said this last time on the show you know the whole mike tyson thing i love that energy like i love it when 50 year olds you know fucking uh mike tyson being 53 holyfield being 57 and they still got that energy Man, look, it, it ain't, I don't care, I don't care how, I don't know what the word is, but, yeah, they're just hitting mitts. Yeah, they're, they're really, but. But that's everybody. That's but everybody. that's energy. That's hard. Doing three rounds of mitts, it's going to wear, if you're 23, 24, you're gonna, it's going to wear your ass out when doing those mitts, five, six rounds. So when you got these six, damn near 60-year-olds out there hitting it the way they are, man, I love it. I, 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 I love it. Then yeah, how, how old were you when you started boxing? Like for real boxing, you already had played basketball, pro basketball, right? I so, think I was like thirty-one. Thirty-one. Now check this out. I remember clear as day in and and two thousand whatever it was, ten or eleven, whatever. And uh, Hugh walks into the gym, says, "I want to be a boxer," and I I ran into my little gauntlet of test to to weed out the bullshit and and he passed and so i started training and i and for for a year or two you know my mind was steady on yeah but this kid is 22 years old the fuck you know and 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 that's why i know myself i know how I'm involved. If you give me information that's all i need because i'm going to look at the information study and say hey i was wrong here or right here or whatever the case may be and i remember having that preconceived and you don't know. And by that time, I've been training fighters for 10, 11, 12 years. And I'm going, man, but this kid is 22 years old, man. Damn. You know? <laughs> and and I, I freely admit, I'm wrong with two left shoes. And, mm. and it wasn't just him. It was with people like you, uh, uh, all the you know, fighters who made it to the mountaintop, and they're in the mid to late 30s, and they're getting, you know, and winning titles and shit. And I'm like, Maybe we were getting people's brains beat in a little too soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe these kids, maybe these kids, when when their brains still developing, shouldn't be getting punched in it. And let's wait a little later. You know, I'm I'm just evolving. I'm never gonna get rid of a kid if he wants to box with box. But 
uh, yeah, I've I, I put around to that and realized not to rule out anybody, see they see their ability, see their uh, uh, drive, because you know that's the key to me, drive, and, and you know it don't matter if you fight, I'm gonna teach you how to fight. The other shit, I can't. Right, fight. And, and, and I think I think that's the important part, right? So if you if if you surround yourself with the right people and you get the right team around and you get the right coaches, when you're mature. It's a lot easier to stay committed because you understand what you want. And then you being on the basketball side of it and you reached a certain level where you're fighting across seas and you're uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you're you're playing ball across seas and in different countries. And you, you you're you're tasting uh, professional sports on a, on a different level. So when you get when you get over to boxing, you're thinking, all right, well, I already know what it's like to be a professional. I already know what it's like to be on a stage. Now I just got to bring my game up in boxing so I can get on that stage. So that level of commitment and discipline and understanding what you want is there versus a kid who, who they daddy used to box. Right. Or they're being forced to go to the gym. Right. So, you know, there, there, there's arguments for both sides, you know? Right. Absolutely. I'm not negating the other yeah. side. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, team sports, I think, are great for kids. I think team sports, sports teach social skills. They teach you management. They teach you how to how to be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. I think team sports are good for team, for kids. Like, that's why even, like, Team USA, they like, you know, the youth team, the junior team. Those are great. But what people don't realize is that even in team sports, you got to stand out. If you want to grow, you want to be somebody. LeBron doesn't blend in. Jordan doesn't blend in. These are not people who are overlooked. So uh, the beauty of team sports is that essentially people get to blend in until they develop. With boxing, you don't get to blend in. You get exposed. So you got to be prepared to mentally fight. And most people... You know, when I see someone cry after a fight, I'm thinking, well, why are you crying? If you gave everything you got, yeah, I get the emotional pain of, of it hurting, but don't let no one see that. You know, you still got to hold it together. Because if you gave everything you got, you lost in a basketball game, and you cry, you get in that locker room, you get slammed. You hold that until you get home. Right. So. So you you were, you were, how long were you boxing before you made the team? Uh, the national team? Two years. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's that's so. <clears throat> how was? Well, let's let's let 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 me back up. I almost get that. I'm a fan, then. Yeah, that's why I'm talking. I use it for everybody. Oh, I'm a fan. I seen this lady, man. Check this out. You know how I suck up everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was up there at O Athletic, and I recognized her from knowing who she was, and she was jumping rope with a damn uh, with a. Oh, yeah, you're the one who told me that. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. Man, I went and did it at the gym. My yeah. old man, I went and did it. I said, man, it's, what's the deal with this shit? And I went to jump. I said, oh, shit, that's a yeah. workout. I threw the rope down. With the battle rope. Said, yeah, the battle yeah, rope. The I battle said, rope. Shit, what's, what, what's, what's this lady doing? Yeah. But, <laughs> so I've been an instamatic fan. But uh, you went from uh, bleaching to your final old athletic. You hooked up with uh, cool. You started competing. How hard was it to find yeah, your weight, the weight class you went? How many fights did you have before you made the team and you started competing? Five. Rough. 
Huh? Yeah, I meant the, the bare minimum to get uh, to compete at nationals. And that's really because of the time that I took off. So um, when I came back, um, Michael Campbell was like, hey, uh, you need to get some fights if you want to compete at nationals. I said, well, why would I want to compete at nationals? I, don't, right. I didn't understand that. Right, right, right. Like, to join the national team, I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> I, don't, I didn't understand it. So uh, they were like, hey, we're having this tournament called the Horn. So I went to the Horn. I had two fights, two second round knockouts. That really kind of I let people know that I was in Houston. Um, right. And then I met the minimum to go to uh, nationals. So then I looked online and I had one loss um, on my record. And it was to this girl, Shadeja Green, which also taught hmm. me a boxing lesson. We never take a fight at someone's home. Like you just don't do it. Like, that's the right. decision. I don't care what you. If, if you don't knock them out, that's just what the way the way game goes. So, how many times I tell you that, Coach? Yeah, you know, because I mean, as basketball player, like you know, I score more points. I could be in your house. I can poop on your lawn. I can do whatever I want because I'm gonna outscore you. That's not how boxing works. Yeah, it doesn't translate. It doesn't work like that. So I didn't know that. So, you know, as a person new to the sport, people look at me and they're like, well, they assume that I know a lot. I don't know. Right. So I was still learning a lot. It, so, it, boxing ain't a league right at all. At the professional level, the, the, the amateur level, none of that shit. Yeah, it, don't, it doesn't work the way you think it works. So um, I wanted to fight her so bad. When I saw that, her, that she was on the national team, I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to go to national because I want that work. I want that work. Listen, I'll take it today. I'll take it tomorrow. I'll take it whenever I can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she no-showed me. <laughs> I got well, it you whooped her already. You whooped her already. No, nah, nah, when I got it back the next time, we fought on that. I remember when um, Team USA had the Showtime card. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Man, I cracked. So women wear these things called turtle shells. I cracked the turtle shell. Hey, God. <laughs> you was trying to win. Uh, was, so was you made the team bare minimum, and basically just to get the kids back on a fight with you. And now you find yourself on Team USA, and then they start telling you what. So yeah, they hand over this bag of stuff and like a belt, and I'm like, "All right, well, then what happens next? We'll send you a contract." I was like, "What in the world have I got myself into?" (laughs) (laughs) Shit started moving fast, real quick. Yeah. Uh, Then they send a list of all these camps and like all these times. I was like, "I don't have time for this." You know, I just got two puppies. I I really don't have time. We travel all over the place. Um, but my first tournament was Continentals, and uh, I won my first gold medal in nice. uh, 35 seconds on a pool shot. It was, it was great. Um, How'd that feel? Not the thing about it is walking to the the girl was a fan. She was like <laughs> pitches with me all week. She was like, "Oh my God, you're so strong, you're so fast." And I was like, this is, this is, "It's a good tactic." She yeah, it made me feel like I felt bad. No, right, right. Like she walked right into it. I was like, uh, <laughs> "It's all right." She, okay. she probably wanted you to autograph it after after the after the fight. <laughs> can, can you autograph? She, 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 she,
was after the fight. It was so strange. It was yeah. the strangest fight I've ever had in my life. But uh, nice. She was she was real nice and real respectful. I mean, I never disrespect anybody that I get into the ring with. I don't believe in that because mm-hmm. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm gonna punch you, so I don't have to say anything mean to you. I'm going to hit you. Right. You uh, so once you went to traveling and stuff, how? You dug it or what? What what, what was the deal? Well, all that's natural, right? It, it was like being in basketball, huh? The traveling yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, the, I mean, the the traveling aspect of it was was fine. Um, I'm used to packing a bag, but usually our stays are like for a contract. I usually stay in a place for six months or, or eight months. But mm-hmm. we pack up, go go to training camp for three four weeks. Then we go to another training camp somewhere else for like two four weeks. And then we finally get to the competition for like a week and a half. Then you have to wait for the drawing. It's like a constant, like it's constant change, which was something that was very different. And then of course, you know, in basketball, you only have your coach. Your coach all is always with you. So now, at as for every single fight at Team USA, you have a series of different coaches that could be in your corner. And so you have to realize, like, you know. Everybody wants you to win, so I know people take try to take that away from other coaches because they feel like they're not the advice that their coach would give you, and of course it's not because they're not your coach. They're here to kind of set standards and make sure that you can win an amateur against the rules that are set in Aiva. So right. like what they're telling you is very specific because they're trying to make sure that you collect the right amount of points, but also stay safe to be continue to continue to fight. So. In my mind, I always think, well, I mean, I know that they're telling me what they think is best, but you as a fighter, you you hold the controller, so those decisions you have to make on your own. And if right. win or lose, I have to be able to sit with the decisions that I make, not the decisions that someone else has made. Yeah, absolutely. Was there uh, was there any coaches up uh, on the team that you kind of took to that fit you, or not the not the degrade any any of them I'm saying, but somebody no, paid them in Yeah, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. So like um like Jeff, Jeff Mays, he's a southball from uh-huh. from Texas and uh Jeff is always like from the very beginning has always been in my corner. Um because Jeff is he, he talks to me very plainly and I appreciate that. I'm very he's very straightforward in candor. I don't need triple coding, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Um but he also sits in my corner. He's like, hey, this is what I see. This is what you need to do. Um, Billy's always going to be the head coach, and he also has great advice. No one's ever given me advice for me to do. So I, I, I always appreciate them. I always appreciate what they they do and what they bring to the table. But when it comes down to it and, and when I needed to, like, have a sit down or have a better understanding or, or even, like, kind of review some things that are, are, are possibilities going into a fight, I would, I would sit with Jeff. Jeff, I'm glad you say that because Jeff is my guy. Me and Jeff talk three, four times a week. Uh, <laughs> man, that's a good guy, man. And, and, and now our friendship is it's bigger than boxing. I mean, we talk whatever's going on, you know, and that's a sincere, uh, capable, uh, just guy, you know, and, and let alone boxing. So that. That doesn't surprise me at all, man. Jeff Mays is my guy, man. And uh, uh, I, I give him props every time amateur boxing comes up. You know, I talk about him because uh, 
I really like him, and he and he does a lot, man. The, the changes he's he's allowed Raven to make in her life through boxing is extraordinary, you know. So uh, she was on a roller coaster ride. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm not wrong, she was a basketball player, you know. At at I think the collegiate level, I don't I don't know exactly how far she went, but she was at you know a rough road. It was like Jeff was like, come on, Jeff, and, and look at her. I think she was number one in a couple weight classes. That's yeah. a bad. That's a bad girl, man. <laughs> a young lady. She's a hard yeah. worker too. Like she's not a lot of a lot of the the things that happen behind the scenes. We don't post about. We don't talk about. We just mm. find and and you right. should just know that when lights on, lights off. We're working. So COVID stopped nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> what um. You know, you being you being being in basketball, trans- transitioning over to, to boxing and doing your thing. You know, I, I it's more to you as far as boxing. I, I, and I'm asking a question. You know, is, is it like it's almost whatever you pick and choose to do, whether it's boxing, whether it's basketball. There's something. Is there something more that drives you just to be great in that particular thing that you're doing? And correct me if I'm wrong. It's not like you grew up in boxing and you fell in love with boxing and boxing's your world. It's almost as of okay, I'm going to do this boxing thing. I'm going to be great at it. I'm going to work at it, and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to excel in this sport. And then utilize this platform to either get to the next level in life and overall or explain your relationship with boxing to us. Um, I love to compete. Mm-hmm. I love to compete purely because I like to win. Right. That, 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 you know what? That's what it is. I'll put you in a situation right. where for a fact it's going to be difficult for me to win, but it's also going to be really hard for you to win. I love to compete. Right. That's what it is. I like setting traps. I love, I mean, boxing to me is like uh, when um, after I won World Championship, my first World Championship, uh, I didn't realize like what was going on in the in the fight. Like I didn't, I, I was so unconscious in front of my opponent. It was just like I could, and I re- and then when I watched it, I was like, oh, I'm playing tag. I'm having a great time. And it's just like I'm having I'm having fun and I and and if you can do that with something and especially like at any point in your life where you can you can be active and you can have fun and you can compete on a on a big stage it's just like uh it's the escalation of goals if you think about it first I just wanted to win uh golden gloves all right cool I did that right I something else now right I want to be a national champion cool I did that well what's next oh you have continents so cool I want to win that and right then, once you win that you're like well you know what I want to be a world champion there you go the world I was like I want that WBC belt I want that belt it's a vacant spot and I want that yeah so it's like I love to compete and I like the escalation of goals I think like that progress it, it keeps you fresh it keeps you current and and it keeps you motivated. If you don't have goals and you just fight for the sake of just fighting, right? It's got to be something deeper. And I think that's what I think. And I, you know, I, I think that's what you know. You know, coach, you're always talking about. Uh, you know, you can teach someone how to box, but if they got to bring the character and, and integrity, is are the X factors. And I think that's an example of it. Is 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 being hungry to win and understanding that 
you the work that you have to go through to win you know the love of something isn't always enough you have to put in the work and you have to understand that in order to be a golden glove champion a world champion or i mean uh, mm -hmm. uh, 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 a national champion then a world champion all that's levels and, it, and it's, as you accomplish each level the work gets harder the competition gets harder the commitment now the commitment now how committed are you and if you're someone like yourself or and a lot of other people that are committed to that pain and committed to that grind well then you fall in love with that process and you just get hungrier and hungrier and hungrier and not only not only does that apply to boxing but i'm assuming that that's just a character that you have so that's anything that you do in life correct like are you like that with everything else yeah i'm man. assuming so right yeah when i started at, at, at this company i was just a trainer right now, i i went from trainer to like the manager of that club a year and a half later to then becoming a part of the corporate transition team to take over clubs and like organize them and upgrade them to top five performers and now i have two clubs one in austin and one in houston like yeah just pretty much i really so, commit right <laughs> it's yeah, all yeah, about, you, so go ahead then yeah you you've uh you're you're just more proof that uh what i was taught as a kid in boxing uh and i say this and it is it ain't beating a it ain't beating a dead drum because the world don't get it. Uh, when when my dad said something, the difference between the fighters that succeed and the ones that don't is it's, it's drive and, and, and character because the ability is not the missing piece. See, everybody thinks everybody thinks if I go get with this coach, I'll be a champion. If I go get with this coach, I'll do this because. Some coach develop a, a successful fighter, and what they don't understand is the things you guys go through uh, and pushing when everyone else is with Everyone else will find a reason that they can't do it. Everyone, because everybody wants to be a world champion. You don't believe that? Ask them. They'll tell you, "I want to be a world champion." But that character and drive is 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 not there. Drive is I want this level. Oh shit! I want that level. Yeah. I'm going that level, and I'm gonna keep going. And then, and then the ability, the ability, as important as it is, to to fight correctly, there's there's an extraordinary amount of great fights that attain greatness. That ability eh, wasn't a strong suit. In fact, some great fighters did everything wrong, but their drive and character to excel when when the chips are down. When when the average motherfucker quits or, or finds a reason to quit, that's the difference. See, everybody wants that secret formula. The secret formula is drive and character, and I can't develop that. You get you get some kids, you you can bring it out. It's in them though. You can bring it out, and they'll keep working hard for you. And then you say, "All right, I got one." You might become something, but that's the secret formula. That's how. A young lady, especially a basketball player, who's experienced for whatever reason, and she accidentally runs into the boxing gym or, you know, and, and says, shit, I'm an athlete, right? Because athletes don't translate. Athletes don't translate. You can be a great whatever, but in this boxing shit, 
you go, it's gonna get revealed, bro. It's gonna yeah. get revealed. All your, all your, the shit we hide. I tell, I tell the guy, I tell my guys, man. Yeah, I say, look, man. I got to talk. I got to uncouple first because you gonna do everything in this world to hide you all for real. But I know that. So, son, when I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guy that's saying right now, what the fuck is Coach <laughs> yes, that guy. That's the guy we got to reveal because in the ring, when shit gets hard, that's the guy that's gonna quit. That's yeah. the guy deep down that's gonna say. And you and, and and I was just I was just doing this at the gym. I said I said, man, your mind ain't your friend in this sport. In this sport, your mind. Your, listen, it's thousands of years of evolution. You know that that and not. Monkey evolution. I'm talking about man. Your brain saying, your brain saying, "Hey man, that's trouble over there. We gotta go this way. Hey, man, <laughs> you can get hurt over there. We gotta go this way. Where's the exit? Mm. You know? And in boxing, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, uh, in boxing at the moment. But I gotta train you to do it till you thought that's how you always did. If somebody throwing a punch, and I tell you, you got to go far. You got to go forward in order mm. to him. Your brain is doing everything you can to say, Motherfucker, go backwards. This is trouble this way. That takes a lot of character to go forward when the chips is down. Not when you're way faster than this guy. Not when this guy is not on your caliber or ladies. No, I'm a big women's boxing fan. I'm sure you know that. That that you you you. Everything in, in your genetic makeup is saying, bro, this is why we got a thumb. So we can pick up a, 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 a tree limb and knock you in the head with it because you're big and strong than me or whatever. That's that character, man, that it takes to be successful in fighting. And by the time, by the time these guys figure, by the time you figure, you know, the boxing thing, everybody's hitting, not getting hit. Man, that's elementary shit. Everybody knows that. This is the most honest form of deception. <laughs> It takes to, in order to win a boxing match against somebody. You got to believe this lie you telling them, because they will never believe it. I got to. You said traps. Traps is how you win. I got to make this motherfucker think this is this is how good I am right here. As soon as he made that move, pop, you out of there. You thought, but I got to believe that it worked and made it second nature. Listen, give me somebody who, who's driven. It has the character to get back up after they've been knocked on their ass and took an ass whooping and sparring, you know, and, and we'll be something. You'll be successful. And that's that's the difference. You give I don't give a damn if it's a basketball player who's got that to the you know, filled with that to the rim. Give him to me. Watch what I do with him in this sport because he'll take the ass whippings. He'll take the ass whippings. The biggest the biggest lies in this sport is these guys who you know, like Lil Floyd, he's undefeated and all that. Man, you think Lil Floyd ain't got his ass spanked and sparring and shit. That's what made him great. And he came back to the gymnasium to say, man, this dude ain't better than me. I was fucking up. I wasn't shape. Let me show you. That's the difference. And that's why I believe you were able to succeed in this in this sport starting late, not having a background in it, none of that. And then you give it a guy who teaches you how to fight. Forget about it. Yeah, I gotta be over to that evolution myself because that's that's the whole basis of my boxing. So 
I'm not gonna fight it when somebody brings that gang of credit, uh, uh, gang of character, right? I, now, twenty-two year old comes in the gym and say, "I want to fight." Well, let me see. Right. I ain't I'm gonna say, ah, "This is too late for this." Now, let's, let's see, man. Let's see what he's gonna do. Yeah, it's a real sport. talking about ta- talking about talking about character and drive, and obviously you have it. What uh, what what is it that motivates you? with that what what is it that's pushing you? What is it that 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 keeps that fire under you to showing up every day and doing you know training and sparring and fighting? I have a legacy that I'm building. Oh, that's I a big word. Be, I want to be that heavyweight that no one ever forgets. Fast, hmm. quick, strong, agile, like all the components. I'm six feet tall, two hundred pounds. I'm fast and I hit hard, but I want to be better than that. Hmm. more than that you know so that every day i think about that i mean i get into the ring with joe jordan i gotta bring my nuts because this guy's faster he's stronger he's more agile it's just like i i tell him even afterwards i was like if i just keep up and just pick up pieces of what you bring to the table it's just all that matters it doesn't i don't have to win you know i've never when i played basketball i never played against the girls because that brought nothing i wanted to score 40 50 points a game in high school i used to score 60 points a game in high school not playing against girls i need to get my ass with every hmm. single day if i can keep up with the speed keep up with the agility of all these other dudes Girls are cakewalks. Right. Bar with women, it's, it's like no offense, but that's just a waste of time. I need to get my ass whooped. I need someone who's gonna be relentless. Someone who's gonna put the pressure on me. Who's gonna make me have to pay for my mistakes on site. So yeah, I got that's how you learn. That's how you get better. Right. Yeah. I, no substitute. When, no when, substitute for it. When you, when you, when I, I love talking to people who use certain words, you know, and 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 legacy is such a big word so much meaning behind it because it's not a short-term thing it's not an instant thing it's not one of these things that well, i'm going to go do tomorrow you can't do shit tomorrow. when it comes to legacy there's nothing that you can do tomorrow about it it's the little it's the little tiny things that you do the tiny things not big things the little tiny things that you do every day you know for 10 years for five years for 15 years for 20 years that's that's a legacy. And I think we live in a culture where everybody wants to hit a home run. Everybody wants to become Instagram famous. Everybody wants a million followers, you know, overnight. Everybody wants wants to uh, achieve greatness. You know, one hit or quitter, something right away. And legacy, when a person understands what, le- what a legacy really means, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a worldwide legacy. You know, Muhammad Ali left the world a legacy, right? But that 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 level of legacy isn't for everyone. Like for me, I want to leave a legacy, right? But I'm leaving it for my family, right? I'm leaving it for generations of 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 my seed. It doesn't. It's not. It might not be on a on a world level like a Muhammad Ali or a Michael Jordan or LeBron James but my legacy can be just as meaningful to my lineage of a family that that's coming forward and so when people have that kind of mentality they just live differently they approach life differently they understand that nothing's going to happen overnight and 
and I like I said, I, I love I love when people talk about that because they just walk different, they work different, they live different. And it reflects in what they're doing. Again, Golden Glove champion, gold I mean uh, 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 national uh champion, uh elite national champion, you know, 2018 world champion, 2019 world champion. So you know the proof is in the pudding, and 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 that's amazing. She didn't she didn't start late. She started right on time. Right, you don't accomplish right. shit like that unless right. uh, you're right in the right groove where you're supposed to be, man. Uh, so you we going? I want to get to the pro thing, man. What was the decision? What was the decision? All right, it's time to go now. What we gonna do? What was it? What was uh? What was the catalyst to uh, we gonna turn pro? Well, I mean, when uh, originally when um, when I went to my first world championship, um, I, I before I left, I said, "Hey, Coop, um, when I come back with this gold medal, we going pro." Hmm. Uh, hmm. Like when I'm taking the mittens off, the headgear comes off, we coming back, and it's it's work time. So hmm. he he was uh he was overseas doing something else. Uh, he had a work thing, um, and I text him. Usually, I text him or I let him know who I'm fighting. Um, so I had the defending world champ, and um, in the first round, I tore my meniscus and uh, ripped up my ACL. And uh, I know, I just, I just how it goes, man. You do it big, everything. Yeah. So, uh, so I came back after the first round, and I sat in the corner, and Billy and Kay were in the corner, and they were like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, oh, "My knees messed up." They're like, "Can you fight?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I can fight. I can finish this fight. Like, you know, I can beat this girl on one leg. This is what it is." So mm -hmm. uh, I won the fight, and then after the fight, I couldn't walk anymore. And that's what the first time I was supposed to fight uh, a China. Um, and I even had a coach, like a conversation with coach, and, and the and the doctor I was like, "Look, I know." Like my knee is swollen. I don't really need to move that much. I could beat these girls on one leg. Um, the doctors mm -hmm. cleared me. They medically withdrew me from uh, the tournament, and I finished number three in the world, coming in as number one. So that really kind of got the wheels spinning. So I was like, we have world next year, and I want to win world next year. I'm coming back with gold, and we're going pro. And that was just a conversation. So. Um, uh, I want the WBT belt, but I feel like things have to happen in stages. Right. right. You uh, and, and stick to it, and you gonna get there. As far as uh, not rushing, yeah, you you rush anything, you get in trouble. But uh, so that was that that was the game playing out the gate when you still going to the world was the yeah. professional. Now I don't, you don't see much. Uh, I don't know nothing about, I, I really can't tell you a name other than you, as far as your division, your weight class, you know, uh, you, how you getting your, how you keeping your eyes on these, the, the, the opponents out here? I mean, I imagine you try to see who ranked and who ain't, because I, I, I don't know, man, I don't know, I don't know the heavyweight division, because you're going to fight 200 pounds, that's what you're going to fight. Well, I'm gonna work on uh, between two word cl weight classes to see more action. So I'm gonna fight cruiser and and heavy. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I said, did you say it was vacant? Uh, the uh, the World Boxing Council doesn't have a heavyweight champion. 
They do not have a heavyweight. Uh, Jimenez, who fought, um, uh, go get her mother. Yeah, go get her mother. Yeah, she <laughs> was the former super heavy, and I, and I was hoping she would hold on to that because I wanted to fight her, but I could fight her as a cruiser. Yeah, go get her because uh, yeah, she's due. You know, yeah. we're 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 big we're big fans of, of of women's boxing, and anytime we get a woman boxer in the show, we love it. We we love promoting it. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we, we want to see it. It's exciting. Women's fighting is exciting. Uh, it's fun to watch. You guys, and Coach says this all the time, you bring a different level of energy. Uh, you guys are really uh, putting on a show. But fi- fighting, finding fighters and finding opponents is tough. What, what kind of conversations are y'all having when y'all have your meetings as far as how you can help promote women's boxing and getting more women's box uh, women fighters involved in women boxing and and your game plan as far as your career like what is it that what is it that you would like to see happen within the next five two to two to three years with your career well I mean I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of people in Houston who um, really is sitting in my corner, like Lynn Collins and um, Forrest. Uh, they're very good people. Who, Next fight up. Yeah, yeah. always kind of sat in my corner and uh, having a good relationship with uh, decent promoters. Uh, no one's asked me for anything. Um, they've been they've been there for me. So the game plan essentially is a fight between the two weight classes. Take the titles, the, the WBC. I want that super heavy. I think that will be either my first title. And then kind of drop down into that cruise to take that title, um, and then go IBO, and you know, then defend my titles, make it mandatory, and uh, make people have to come and get it. Because I don't mind fighting, so I'm not gonna hide or sit on a title. I'm gonna fight right. anyone who steps wants to step up. They can step in the ring, and we can work. I want to stay as active as possible. Step up to get beat down. Hey, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, I told, I told. Uh, I told Quinn, I said, look at man. When you make it to the title, you get a title shot, man. I always said my first world champion got to come out to the ring with brand new being punch jump and we get beat down. I said, that's just my deal. It's nine negotiable. It's nine negotiable. I said, I got it, coach, I got it. What about shadow boxing? I like Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing to fuck with. Quiet you love. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, man, at this pro level, though, at this pro level, and it's, you know, I joke and play. I like everybody. I'm, I, I tend to think I'm a, you know, easy to get along with guy. But this, 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 this pro level, man, you got to sell shit because it is a business. You got to sell people on shit. Now, I don't like the gimmick shit, you know, these gimmicks and, and, and a lot of people default to the bottom. It usually blows up in their face because. In this world, the warts, you're going to uncover the warts. I'm going to see. The whole, the whole game is uncovering your insecurity. And then I take and, and I drown you with it. So I don't like the gimmicks, man. But, you know, you got to find your groove with this, uh, the professional peak interest, you know. Uh, and that's, it's, it's sometimes, it's all, and I don't, you know, I don't pretend to know the, you know, the answer for, for what's the best way to drum up drum up things and, and like man said i'm such a 
it's kind of a cop out to say I'm a fan of women's boxing because what it is is I'm a fan of boxing. And if a woman's boxing, I'm a fan. So this is the thing. Women, I kind of I kind of think women bring to the table it all that mama bear protectiveness, all that, all that, you know, when your wife, all that fuck you, bro. Woman, hey, women are amazing, man. Hey, my mama was a woman. I know. (laughs) So, you know, a woman carries the world, man. And so, and I say, man, you, 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 you get them wanting to win. You're in a pinch now. So, and, and and I think it's twofold. Women have to fight the best out there to even get on, to even get displayed, to even get a stage to perform on. You got to fight the best, which is great. But I also think this. I also think if a woman gives it all, you know, y'all y'all bang it out, y'all bang it out. The woman who loses ain't necessarily gonna be shut down like a. a, a let me make this. Let me bridge this gap. Let me bridge this gap. A Toro guy that could lose ten fights, and the whole world was coming back the next day and pay for because he left everything on the everything out there for you. And a Toro guy that got stomped out whenever he fought a elite fighter. It wasn't. It was never even competitive, right? But you knew that next fight, a Toro guy that was gonna be in shape. He was gonna come to win. And fight. And if you slipping and your character ain't enough, he's gonna test it. He's gonna he's gonna get you. And, and that's the beautiful thing about about boxing. I think the women, y'all in a good uh it's plenty of negatives, you know, with people not wanting to uh, you know, having uh talking down on women about you know, dismissive and shit, which is totally disrespect when I stand up against it on social media anyway, right? Because I know what you what y'all are doing is no different than what the men are doing. In fact, it's a little hard because of that. People not wanting to give y'all just food, but women let it all hang out. I think if two women go at it and, and whoever comes up short, it's all right. Because they going at it and I bet you it just brings more eyes to the table. So man, right. yeah. When does she fight again? When does mm-hmm. she no, it's just it's just the display. We just need the we just need the bucket of Bucket up and find ways, you know, you girls need to find a way to to promote uh, the business part. You know, hey, I don't know if your angle is the basketball angle. I don't know if your angle is the New York angle. I don't know what your angle is. I don't know. But you need one to get to get the minds in there, man, because all you try to do is trick them into getting up there to see you. So once you see, once they see you, you're going to do the rest, you know. I love watching girls fight because it's all it, y'all leave it to hang out, uh, everything out there for the whole world to see, and that's what it's about, man. Who's gonna win? I what, like. What 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 does your what's a day in the life for you? From waking up in the morning to laying down at night. Oh well, things are complicated. <laughs> so usually I get to work at 6 a.m. and I uh, I'm done with work at three. Usually I get like a hour and a half break where I'll go and I'll just do like a high intensity lift. Then I'll go mm-hmm. home, walk my dog, grab my gym bag, and I head to the gym. Uh, usually training is roughly about two and a half, three hours, and then I'll usually do some cardio afterwards. And then I go home and 
I do my homework. I have uh, tw- one, 12 credits left on my MBA. Oh, nice. What are you doing? Uh, MBA in finance at the nice. Kelly University. Yeah. Oh, one, wow. of, one of the things that um, I got from USA Boxing, uh, if you get a gold medal, you'll get a scholarship. So I took that scholarship. Wow. And I That's amazing. To my, to my MBA. Um, I'm just about done. I should be done. So you playing chess. That's what you're doing. Always. You playing chess. You just putting yourself in the right position, in the best possible position that you can with everything with, with with what you got on the board. That's brilliant. With everything. Yeah. 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 So so that's that's a day in the life. What about what about what changes when you go into camp? Nothing. Nothing? So you you you, you in camp. Well, Whether you got a fight coming up or not. Yeah, we always yeah. stay ready to fight. I, I don't we I really don't I can't afford to take time off because I'm not that good. So wow. I always be I always need to study and I always need to stay sharp. The intensity changes of course in camp, but the time frame doesn't. Like I need to have that time. Let's talk about let's talk about something that that's very relative to to you and even, you know, someone like me. I'm you you can ask coach, uh I'm in the gym five days a week. I'm there before anyone else gets there, and I'm usually one of the last ones to leave, and I'm working, uh, and it's a fucking toll on our body, right? I'm not, I'm not in my twenties. I can't, right? So, what are some things that you do to to help with that? To 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 heal your body, to rest your body. Uh, do you take supplements? Do you do any like chirotherapy? Like, what 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 is it that you do for what would I guess what would the word be preventative or maintenance or but you know where I'm going right the question yeah, I'm asking you mean more like uh, like how I um, do you ice down ice baths what what is it that you do well um, when I was at the OTC I learned how to do cupping so I have a cupping set uh, uh, I also have a, a trigger point gun um, I've gotten accustomed to ice bath I can sit in an ice bath twenty minutes. Uh, I, that's it right there. That's the one right there. That's the one. That's the best. I take a bath before every single fight. I just sit down, set my clock. So, I mean, even when we were in Russia, I was having ice baths before every single match. Uh, the night before, rest my legs, regenerate. Um, and I, I, I mostly, for the most part, I eat really well. I take, I take, I eat very clean diet. Um, I don't do supplements because I like whole foods. Touch on touch on the diet real quick. What is it? What, what, what do you what do you like to focus on, and what do you stay away from? As I far as diet, from, yeah, I used to stay away from red meat as much as I can get fish, um, a lot of fruits. I love steaks. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like you know, it's just the digestive part. Like I can't right. have anything slowing right. down my system. Mm-hmm. I can't have anything that's going to cause acid reflux during right. my fight. Or anything that's going to slow me down. Like, I need my mind clear. I need my digestive tract clear. I need everything to be functioning at optimum because I need to function at my best. So I just eat like that as often as possible. Don't get me wrong. I hit up a taco truck. I love taco trucks. Um, also, I mean, I, I enjoy... I know a great one. I know a great food truck. I'll, get you, I'll, 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 uh, I'll send you the info. <laughs> uh so so eating right right staying away from staying away from the red meats a lot of fish uh, uh, uh vegetables greens um uh, water. Lots of water. a lot of water yeah yeah and so you're doing 
you're doing that for for your nutritional value and then as far as uh maintenance you're doing ice baths see someone someone's listening right now someone someone's taking notes because like i said we when you when we when we put our body through what we put through uh put it through I wake up sore every single day. I'm in pain every single day. And I, and sometimes in my mind, I'm like, fuck, man, all I do is work out. Why do I feel like this? I'm tearing up my fucking body. And it has a lot to do with our diet. It has a lot to do with how we're healing up. So ice baths, cupping. Um, I, I used to do cupping. Uh, I just, uh, the lady that, that was doing it for me was all the way on the other side of town. I, uh, I haven't been able to go. But do you do you feel like it works for you? Yeah, I mean, because of, uh, usually I get like a massage a week also, right. but, but because of this pandemic, I haven't been able to get a massage and mm-hmm. you really feel the difference in that, like not being able to have, with that taken, having that taken out of my routine has really kind of had an impact. I'm, I'll be happy to have that back, but yeah, but yeah. yeah it's pretty Big much time. And when, when Manny, I started training Manny, uh, uh, shit, I don't know how long ago now, he, Four or five years ago. Yeah, we ended up in the gym. When I came home and and, and, and a couple of my amateurs called me, like, Coach, I see you home, bro. What the fuck are we doing? Because they had quit boxing, you know, and I said, well, all right, shit. So I went to the local, you know, the gym closest to me. I went up there and asked the guy, Can I, uh, I, which I knew him, and asked him, can I train some kids in here, how much I, you know, I give it to him. And long story short, uh, man, it was up at the gym there already and uh he came in just to get in shape you know mm-hmm. uh, and so then you know quentin walks back in the door some other fighters start walking back in the door and i'm really the, the fight coach over there getting you know training fighters and uh man he was, he was uh man i want you to train i said hey man i said uh because uh everybody comes to me like that i don't do look for fighters and I said, hey, man, you was here already. I don't even want that type of shit, you know. And then, hell, you my age. The hell are you trying to do? <laughs> you hit the bag, man. Go hit the bag. And this old bitch, you talk about, you talk about driving character. He'll let a month go by. Say, man, I need you to train me, man. <laughs> so finally, so finally, Danielle, after I don't know how long, I said, look here, man. Because I like him. We hit it off. As friends, I said, you go ask your coach over there. Do you care if if he trains? And if if he says he don't care, all right, man. You know, beat me down, right? So, show show us his thing. He went over there and said, uh, yeah, he don't care. I I said, you don't care if this guy trains with me? He said, nah, man, go ahead. And and, and to his defense, Ray, uh, Ray, Zaragoza. Zaragoza. I mean, he, I think he's seventy-one now, seventy-two. So he's yeah. he's up there just working with the kids, you know. Yeah. He's been in boxing all his life too, and uh, so it wasn't like he was messing over right. about letting him go somewhere. Right. Like, he's just up there working with the kids. So we took uh, I took Manny on. I said, all right. So all the fighters were like, "Hey, you're taking him on." And I come and say, "Yeah, man. Stop. You see, he's up here working." I said, "We'll train him, and if we can find him." A masters, fight, you know, masters, whatever we'll fight. And so, uh, man, that damn man, like he said, then yeah, he shows up and he's sweating, stopping with already. So, so he goes, uh, uh, part of part of his makeup is this man, and this is a good thing. Man is always looking for the edge, right? 
<laughs> this is what, what I need to know. <laughs> the problem is everybody else don't have to convince him he'll do it. I got to convince the motherfucker. <laughs> now, get this, man. And he'll say, hey, man, stop me if I'm laughing. Stop me if I'm laughing. Coach, man, I'm, you know, man, I said, stop working out, man. Stay on for a couple days, man. Rest. You need some rest. No, man, that can't be rest. Get me. So he'll spar with one of them young boys, you know. He bangs back with him. My young fighters, they give it to him. He's giving it back. He's fighting. What? So for the next two days, man, close my knee. <laughs> listen, listen. Man, stay home. Uh-uh. Stay home. Your body's telling you it needs rest. Nah, I don't think nah. I need rest. I, need- <laughs> so I got to this motherfucker. I know what I'm talking about. I gotta convince him. <laughs> no matter what he does, he's go he's looking for that edge. But, uh, but I think at some point, like he really he had to go get some cortisone and shit. Yeah, I, I got him. You know. And so he would start resting up. Now he understand that's probably mm. like that. What you do to recover? Yeah, a thousand percent that's why I'm asking. Shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, I got, man, I'm trying to fuck. When you're in tune, now listen. I don't believe in none of the hocus pocus bullshit, right? <laughs> I, it's not my experience, you know. I could believe myself into <laughs> but, but I don't think it's I, I don't think it's hocus pocus when a fighter's in tune mm. with themselves. Yeah, you you can actually, you know, and and and. I, I didn't make this up. I just agreed with it. I remember X said, uh, they asked X something about his diet and stuff. And, and, and Bernard Hagel said, man, when I walk into the Whole Foods, he said, when I walk into the Whole Foods, my body don't even want uh, soda and shit like right. that. Body, just, yeah. I see that in my mm. body. Ugh, you right. know, and I can listen to it. He said, I walk through the vegetables and my body will be like excited. You know, right. I won't because what it is is it's, 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 you you see the nourishment your body is reacting to the nourishment it's not hocus pocus you just saying this is few this right. is good well it's the same thing with time hey your body saying say bro sit your ass down somewhere man I, I i knew a guy i knew a guy a jamaican guy right and uh oh, i'm sorry i'm not jamaican uh ah one of the islands anyway Man, it's so good. I met him, and, and, and he was a uh, he was damn near fifty two years old, man. And and I met him when I was twenty six or seven. And he looked younger than me, right? Now he told me, he said, "Man, I'm fifty fifty one. I get the fuck out." He gave me his license. I said, "How did I get it?" You know, I, I know the black don't drink shit, and, and, and we. <laughs> <laughs> I get all that. Well, bro, you look younger than me, and I'm 26 years old, man. Mm-hmm. He said, Coach, when I'm tired, I sleep. I read yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I don't do nothing to the extreme. You know, he said, Man, people don't know if they just go sit their ass down somewhere and relax. Right. It made it. And I kept that with me. You know, I said, I said, That's true, man. That That's yeah. one of the. That's one of the things we got. We have a fighter uh, that's the he's 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 a gym resident, uh, Mike. 
that's the one thing that I take away from Mike. Mike is always reminding me, you got to rest. You got to sleep, 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 sleep. So how? let me ask you that. How's your sleeping habits, right? Because he's like, especially during a fight, uh, during camp, he's like, you got to sleep eight to ten hours. You got to let your body rejuvenate and rest. Ten hours. How does, yeah. How, how That's for you? Ten yeah, hours? Ten yeah. hours. And I also, I'll nap. Yeah. I get tired. I just take like a 30 minutes, sometimes a two hours. Yesterday I got home. I was after training. I was like, man, I'm taking a nap. I want to sleep for three hours. Nice. If you get tired, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, your body's letting you know it's it's tired. Like, why mm. ignore that? You need to be. It's true. You got to be in tune with your body because that's your weapon. And if your weapon's not sharp, you're going to be in a world in trouble when you try to call on things and it's not prepared to work or it doesn't want to work or. Because even when you get hurt and you get hurt in a fight and you're in tune with your abilities, you can still fight. And yet the person across you has no idea what's going on. All right. All right. Man, it was uh, it was great having you. So start your basketball, you're back. You were a basketball player. Now you're you're boxing. You're working on your MBA on finance. When when when. You know, when you become world champion and you achieved everything that you want to achieve in boxing, where do you want, how do you, how, what is it that you want to do and focus on after boxing? I want to open up like 16 Popeyes. Not, <laughs> 16 Popeyes? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, you know, but, yeah. but you know, business is, uh, it's always good to have residual income. I always try to think, you know. Uh, boxing is a great platform for a lot of things, social, economic conversations, women's rights. Like, there's a lot of things that can come that fighters can use their platform to propel, like, positive and social change. Um, I don't know where and what. I haven't really thought about it. I, I kind of work in the moment. Like, when I started boxing, I never really thought, like, this would happen. But when you believe in yourself, it's just like, you know, it's one of those corny little Disney things. When you believe in yourself, you can achieve anything, you know? It's yeah. just like, it's simple concept, it? but you know it's just reality. What is it, Garnett? What is it, Kevin Garnett screamed out? Uh, <laughs> what did he say when he won the championship? Anything's possible. He said, "Anything's possible," or something. Uh, yeah. 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 Man, that was a great man. I feel I, that was a great show. I love it. I had a great yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, when, when, hopefully, 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 the show goes through. I, I, I seen uh, Joe. Yeah, uh, man has got the computer. I can't see really uh, the comments. But so Joe, yeah, uh, yeah, Joe, with next fight up says current date is still June twenty seventh with a backup of July eleventh. As it's looking, July will more than likely be the date that is approved. If not, I will be filing a lawsuit on behalf of all licensed promoters, fighters, and trainers to reopen. Well, I tell you, it's always good to have a lawyer as a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll keep them updated, and of, of course, I'm gonna promote. I'm gonna promote your show on all our platforms. Yeah. I appreciate that. Appreciate that you fight. Uh, I have, a, like I said, I have a a, a a soft spot. I guess you say for the for the female fighters because I know y'all doing the exact same shit, and mm. ain't get, and ain't getting uh ain't getting uh the, the equal the, love, the equal love, right? I'm not no listener. I'm not no activist. Although people may confuse me for one, but I just think right is right. I just think right is right. That's all. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? 
Hey, there's so many things, bro. I, shit is gray, man. If people want shit to be black and white, man, no, nah, no, nah, that ain't how the world works, man. This shit is great. You got to you got to see what's right and go with it, right? So I'm a, I'm of an advocate of uh of um, women's boxing, and I'm gonna continue to be and uh, keep pushing it. So when I, I'm fans of you, when I got when I'm fa- you being local, I'm a super fan. So we gonna go ahead and promote it out there. And uh, oh, let me ask you this. Man, she is. Here we go. I don't know if Manny was trying to run off, but look. No, no, you're good. All right, look. Now, the whole wide world knows about me and the rest. That's my number <laughs> one. What you, what you think about, you know, she catches a lot of flag for the nickname. I think it's a bunch of, a uh, bunch of, how Shakespeare said, bunch of do about nothing. How you say it? Bunch, I, I think, I think she's being criticized for shit. That ain't it's real. They making it something in order to denounce it. But that's my that's my opinion, and and I understand other people have different opinions. But it seems like she catches a little flack, man. And and, and I think the girl is remarkable what she's achieved and what she's doing. Uh, are you? What you? You think she catches criticism like most females just for being a female boxer or what? what no, they expect Clarissa to be quiet, to win and be quiet and kind of sit into a box. So if she was a guy, she'd be like the most sought after, highest sponsored. So I appreciate that she speaks the way she speaks. She speaks from her heart. Like she's earned every single belt. She's she's broken her back to get where she's at. And it's just like mild criticism, one thing after another. So. I appreciate Clarissa. She's breaking through several barriers within a short time frame. And if people want to criticize that, people criticize Martin. People criticize Ali when he changed his name. So people are going to criticize. They don't like change. And you know what? Fuck them. But it ain't my, it ain't our, it ain't our duty to make you comfortable. I'm not going to put kid gloves on for grown motherfuckers. I'm not never going to do that, man. With any level of success, you're gonna get criticized, right? You're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, criticize uh, Clarissa for for being outspoken and for saying things. But I bet you what, if she was quiet and soft spoken, they would criticize her for hey, she you know yes. she doesn't she doesn't have a personality, you know she doesn't have that it factor, she doesn't have what it takes to to so it doesn't matter. People are always gonna speak. People are always gonna have something negative to say because that's who they are. That's the nature of business and, and, and anything that you do so you it's it's just something that you you know you have to be prepared for and 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 strategize for it right you gotta you gotta leverage all that shit for your advantage and the female fighters need to stand behind each other like you know mm-hmm. I, I stand behind Michaela. i stand behind jenny i stand behind Clarissa, that's the key i stand behind friend sean like i stand behind raquel like these are all women that came before me into the professional game and we all came from the same place. And if we can't stand up for each other and stand next to each other when things like this happen, then it's all going to crumble. It's, it's, it's got to be for the greater of the good. All the time. That's uh, before, before I let you go, I want to uh, send a shout out to my man, uh, uh, Peter Kahn, who announced uh, this week about signing, signing Quentin Randall to uh, management deal. 
And yeah, congrats uh, to Quentin, man. That's good. I'm, I'm glad he got yeah. started. And I was glad we was able to come to the agreement. And this guy, I think he's the right guy. And uh, you know, he, he's a mover and shaker. So I'm looking for I'm looking for some good things this year, uh, for the rest of the year, and then next year. Uh, just bagging that announcement, man. I was uh, I was proud somebody stepped up and go ahead and, and uh, jump all the way in with two feet. Yeah, man. for sure. That's big. That's big. I mean, because Quinn is, is is one of my brothers from Team USA. When That's right. Quinn shared a room for our first uh, team nationals together, nice. uh, and then we shared a room for the next in, the next belt that we won. Like I, I've known Quinn for a short period of time, but you know he's one of the people. If any time we stand up for each other, absolutely, he's a great kid, and, and, great and, kid, and, and, and deserve it, and, and deserve it of certain things because he earned it, not because he's supposed to just give it to him. You know, uh, working. Quinn, Quinn definitely works hard. No question about it. Absolutely, Dan. Yeah, I appreciate it. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, franchise man. I would love to get her on the show, man, because I I've been watching. I I accidentally I knew she was on. I knew she was a, a talented amateur, but watching her in there with Clarissa, I said, "Oh, this girl's uh, tough." She and, then, and then you know, I'm glad the WBC gave her gave her a title back. I title think back. I think yesterday, but yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Dead. I'm not. Once you do the right thing, once you do the right thing, here's my thing. If we criticize the wrong thing, once you do the right thing, hey, if you're asking for empathy from people when 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 wrong shit happens, when they do the right thing, I think it's admirable for somebody to say, okay, that's all we're asking for the right thing. Right. And so I, 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 I applaud the WBC with reinstating uh, franchise crews as, as they were on travel because she didn't lose. And she put up a hell of a fight anyway. I mean, whatever side I mean, you Listen, she was fighting she, someone who was 100% not in her Super flight. dirty. Right. right. Super dirty, man. Super dirty. dirty. Oh. I want that fight. I want to fight Jimenez. I don't care. You can have the PEDs. I don't care. I'll take it all. <laughs> you heard it. Hopefully when y'all do that, because it's going to happen, hopefully when y'all do that, I got somebody on the card, or it's, it's low the way I can get there because I'm gonna be full force. You know, I'm riding all the way. All right, H Town. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Danielle, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I want to apologize to uh, Earl Spence. We ran out of time again, my man. We're gonna get yeah, you Earl, in soon, Earl. bro. Earl, I apologize, brother. Dan, Dan, Danielle took all your time, but we'll we'll get you in on the next show. Earl Spence. Oh. All right, H Town. It's your boy Manny and the coach. Danielle Purvis. We out. Appreciate we out. y'all. Bye.